Bob. Hello, Mo. How are you? Look what I got in the mail today. Oh, you, a where did you get a scepter from? Why do you have a scepter? It's my AS7 scepter. I never got it. Oh. And oh, Edward, okay. who worked at WoW, he was like, hey, Monet, are you in town? I had to drop off your scepter. I mean, Loki, realty, he's been messaging me a lot of, like, for a long time. I'm just, like, not in town. I just didn't respond. And so finally, we, like, coordinated and I got my scepter. Patty brought it over. Oh, that's the that's the scepter that, that everyone they gave all they gave the girls and did everyone else get their scepter? Yeah, I, I I guess I don't know. Damn. Well, I want to show y'all this too. Look at this shit. While we're on the topic of Drag Race, this happened. Do you, can you tell what's wrong with this with this fucking Marquette? It looks like an arm is missing. Can you put it by your face, please? It's out of frame by your face in front of your like in front of your face, like in the oh. middle of the frame. It's like it's missing an arm. Yeah. Yes. When we moved. Fucking Andy don't listen, and he let the fucking movers pack it, and they snapped my arm off. And then this happened. Can you tell what's wrong with this one? In front of your face, please. It is. Like in the middle, like in the dead in the middle of the screen. It's so off the side a little bit. Well, yeah, flag is missing. That happened literally the day I got it. Why do I feel like I'm being scolded? Did you see what's wrong here? I'm like, bitch, I didn't do it, damn. Well, I, you know what? The T is, I don't know if you didn't do it. Because, you know, y'all know Bobby coming in here. And Bob is very, y'all, Bob is very rambunctious. When Bob comes over, Bob is over here pulling shit off of shit. He's touching stuff. Bob be breaking stuff. And he don't be telling nobody. I've only been in your house twice, for starters. And secondly. This was, this was in my house before I moved here. All my other places you've been to. Oh, my God. You ordered red M&M's? What? <laughs> what do you, what? What's your problem? A red m was on your on your banana rider? It was just really easy. I just it was super easy to get them actually. Also, you are so y'all don't bob eat like a hood bitch, just bob. I can't see what you're doing, but I'm assuming you're being as delicate as I'm being right now. <laughs> what you act like me eating red MMs is like crazy or something. Oh my god, so many. So many of them. Also, oh, see so you. I'm seeing your big ass finger trying to fit in that big ass cup. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was so easy and so um, such little effort to get these red M Ms. Um, well, it's not a this not a podcast about red M Ms, Bob. This is sibling watchery, and we are talking about episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race season sixteen. Dick, we got we got to do low data mode. I can't even like Monet's audio is choppy. She is like moving like it's crazy. Really? It's like stop motion for me. I'll put on low data mode. So just say so I know when we enter low data mode, that means we can't see each other. So I'm just literally gonna like with all of my knowledge of Bob the Drag Queen, I think I know Bob pretty well. I can almost like I, at certain points throughout this podcast, I'm gonna stop and I will tell y'all how Bob is talking with his hands and how Bob is expressing himself. I I think I know you that well. Do you think you know me that well? Um, yeah, I do. Um, the audio is still a little choppy. We're, we're going to make it through this. I, I guess that, 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 I don't know if that helped. You can, you can undo it if you want, Jake, because that did not help the audio at all. But um, I really enjoyed this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm enjoying this season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I said this before. This is going to go down in history, in my opinion, as one of, the, one of, one of, one of the, the good seasons. I think the girls are really talented. I think overall the looks are pretty good. And I think the girls are really funny. I'm I'm in, I'm really enjoying season sixteen. Like I really am. Yeah, I, I I mean you know there were moments, but this episode was just really really great. You know when the girls come back from the elimination, there's a lot of tears in the room, a lot of tears. In the room. Um, and understandable. I, I was emotional watching Mirage go home. I just feel so were bad. You? 
Yeah, I like Mirage a lot, and I thought she just did a really good job. And um, did you cry? I did not cry. No, oh, okay. but if I was there, I probably would have cried. To be honest, it's, uh, it's, we were recording an episode um, of the. We were doing. We recorded an episode with Layla McQueen for the podcast. But then her internet um, it was choppy, so we ended up making it a Patreon exclusive, which. Y'all will get later on Patreon, but we were there when Bob um, discovered that Mirage got sent home and he literally unintentionally did Manila's husband. <laughs> Shut no! the fuck up. Did you fall off your chair and say no? I didn't fall off the chair, but I did like fall back and go, oh my God. Wow. I was gagged. I was oh. really gagged. Would you, would you, would you hook up with, with Mirage if you were presented the chance? What, you know, I have not considered that. That's, that was not on my mind. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't considered this. Um, well, in this maybe, moment, could, would you consider it now? Well, the big part of attraction to me is knowing that someone's also attracted to me as well. Attraction is attractive. Um, so I just need. I just need a lot more information. You know what I mean? I'm attracted to you. Can we fuck? Um, I said it's a big part. It's not the only part, but also the other part <laughs> is attitude. Attitude and um and uh you know kids who grew up rich. Part of uh, the one, I don't want to fuck a one percenter. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Um, would you fuck Mirage given the opportunity? Um, I'd probably suck it, and I would probably fuck it. Um, yeah, maybe. This is such a this is such a vulgar conversation for no reason. Well, we've had vulgar on this podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, but it's vulgar about our own thing. It's not like you want to fuck this person who's like has who has not. It's, it's about like oh, here's a sexual interaction I had. Not like, do you want to fuck this person? <laughs> That just feels so unprompted. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the girls are really, really, really sad. I mean, like, bitch, they're acting like they're acting like they want to uh, uh, give give a fucking eulogy that Mirage left. I guess, I guess Mirage really affected a lot of people, and the girls really liked her and seen her go really made them sad. I want to see that same energy when, uh, God forbid, Plain Jane goes home. Do you think Plain Jane's gonna get that same reception? I don't think so. I don't think she will because she's, she's upsetting a lot of people, which a lot of people are. I mean, she's been called a cunt twice in one episode. You and your cunting daughter. By the way, weird thing is they bleeped out cunt when, during the song when Nymphia said it, but they didn't bleep out cunt when Amanda and Tsunami said it during the episode. Oh, I didn't realize, um, but I, I guess I was I wasn't paying attention. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Um, but to your point. So this, so they get they get talking in the fallout and Q. First of all, what she says, all my life she Q gives a fucking color purple. All my life I had to fight. I said, girl, girl. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest. I think Q may or may not be kind of annoying, and right? I don't know if I. Oh my I don't god! Know if I wrote into, that down. I just don't think I'm into like not like as a person like, like this is just like you know complaining about being in the top is so irritating, right? And, and let me tell you right now, RuPaul must have heard that. The producers must have heard that and said, we got something for that ass, baby. And then Plain Jane says, I'm not going to complain about being in the top. I'm not going to, like, sit here and cry and sulk all day. That was so out of pocket. What? Uh, <laughs> no, wait, hold up. Bob, no, let, me, let, me finish. let me finish. Let me motherfucking finish. Not that I disagree with her. It was just so out of pocket. Like, it'd be one thing. It, you know what it is? I think it's because it's passive aggressive. If it was like, girl... People are out here in the. There's a difference between being like, "Girl, people are li literally here in the bottom." This girl just lip sync. Uh, Geneva just lip sync for her. Has lip sync every episode of Drag Race she's been on up until now. This is the first time this bitch not not lip sync. Versus being like, "I'm not gonna sit here and complain and sulk like some people." It's giving some people. 
Okay, first of all, the first time that Geneva, that Geneva lip sync, it was a good thing because she was in the top. She stopped because she was. Cause she was I, know, I understand that, but still, th there's still pressure. She's had to lip sync in in her first three episodes of Drag Race. That's not nothing. Well, as someone who was lip syncing in the bottom and the top, it is way different energy when you lip sync at the top than in the bottom. That's number one. Number two, I'm just stating the fact that Geneva Carr is lip syncing her three episodes. That's literally all I'm saying. I don't know why you're trying to fight me on a fact. Geneva Carr is lip syncing on her first three episodes of Drag Race because my name because my name is the Trixon, and I came here to fight. Um, I think I don't think it's I don't think it's bitchy or cunty. I really don't. I think that I think that it's an, I think well, first of all, all the girls are like looking around and all the girls are kind of like making eyes because they're clearly annoyed with Q and uh, PJ is the one uh, putting some words to the annoyance. And I don't think it's that bitchy or cunty. I really don't. In the in the world of bitchy and cunty things to do, I don't think it's one of those things. I really don't. I agree with Tsunami. It was cunty. And it was she's kind of a cunt. And I agree. Me, me and Tsunami are on the same page about this. Also, I love Tsunami's voice. I love her accent. I love her voice. I just think she just sounds so fucking dope. I I I, I love Tsunami's accent. She's 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 Haitian, right? Or no, she's Panamanian. You you just you're just naming countries at this point. <laughs> well, you're literally yeah. naming countries that, that, that are, you're just naming countries below Florida. You're just naming any country below Florida. Between Florida and South America, you're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> anyway, I love Zanavi's voice. I think she just because of her accent, she just sounds so authorit authoritative when she speaks, and I'm really into it. Um, so we're making the next day. Can I just say something? I have completely done a full 180. I love plasma. I like her. I think she's fierce. I think she's talented. I think she's funny. I think she's kind of corny. I think she looks great. I've always thought she looked great. I love Plasma. Mm. I like I like her so much. I think she's so I just think she's really talented. I think she's great for RuPaul's drag race. I think she's just the right amount of delusional, but the delusion is backed up by real talent. I think I think that she might be top two most talented people on this season. Honestly. I Okay, I also agree that Plasma talents. But I, from her, from the week one, I said that she's like a great singer. I just think that Plasma does too much, and we're gonna get into it later because she does something that really gets on my nerves. But what? I, we'll 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 get there and, and like give give it, give it a beat. I mean, um, she's corny. She is corny, but I like her. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I I I misjudged her, and I think that she is fucking fun and i think she's great and i love her on this show she's cunty enough she's talented enough her looks are good she stands up plasma share look was a good look which one was it again the share the nude thing share yes. the mechala the one she won in the one that everyone gagged for yes everyone gagged for on the runway yes oh my god the judges too Plasma looked great. I'm not saying she looked great. I'm not saying she didn't look great. I'm just saying that it was not a fabulous look. It was fine. She looked very good. And and I think she's a fucking great drag queen. Huh. She looks good. She sounds good. She's talented. I like Plasma. I do. Work. Then you should. Then so you, just, you, just you to should. clarify, this was the episode that made you change your mind? Or, or uh, you changed uh, it between. I mean, I feel like yeah. I was soft on play. The first time I was like, oh, she's annoying. I hate theater kids, which I do. Theater kids are annoying. I, I am a theater kid, which is what I, maybe I was saying something of saying something of myself, my my younger self who was like obsessed with theater. Um, 
you know, the failed actor become drag queen trope. You know what I mean? And then I think I got really soft on her last episode. And now I'm like, I'm on, I am on her side. I like Plasma. Now. I would go to a Plasma show. If Plasma was in town, I would go to her show. That would you being... like to publicly apologize to your previous comments about her? Yeah. What did Grovel. I say about her? Grovel. What did I say about her? That she was annoying. <laughs> she is annoying. I just said she's corny and annoying, but I still like her. But you should still apologize for the past things you said to hurt her feelings. I'm not interested. I just think that she's really talented, and I think she's just fun. To, she's just great. I just really enjoy I think Plasma is, I really like her. Well, that being said, they do the mini challenge, and all the, uh, there were ones that were, there were two of them that were really funny. And I thought that all that Plaz was very funny. And I thought that Safira's throat goat was very funny. Those were the two standouts for me. Well, you skipping over Amanda and playing Jane, having it out in this little moment. And I got to say, honestly, whenever they go head to head, playing Jane, Amanda kind of lets playing Jane have it. Like every time Amanda and playing Jane go head to head, Amanda lets her have it. I feel like playing like says something really snappy and then Amanda just bucks off and then playing like backs down and goes, oh, well, there's no need to be angry. Oh, you mean, you mean when they walk in the next morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and Amanda let her have it. And, and and that seems to be the pattern. Amanda says something shady. Plain you Jane mean, goes off on her. No, sorry. No. Yeah. PJ says something shady. Amanda goes off on her. PJ backs down and is like, well, it's just my opinion. Like, sorry. Sorry. And which, then, which shows that she is, like, very, she's, you know, she's self-aware. Like, if she, if she hurts her feelings, she apologizes immediately. No, if you hurt someone's feelings and you keep doing it every opportunity you get twice in the same day, all that's showing is that, that that does not show that you're immediately, that means that you have a problem. If I keep, if I say I'm sorry and I keep doing it, I, I was never sorry. Again, I want to reiterate, apology, the apology itself is only for the person who offended. Atonement is the person who has been offended. So when you apologize, that's just me saying, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sending a note out to the world that I am sorry, but I've done no level of atonement. She's doing no atoning. She's apologizing for herself, but she's not atoning to Amanda. But it's the first time, the second time with, with Q. Q is the one that, bring, that brings Amanda up. Q is the one that brings Amanda up, which is why PJ has to respond about Amanda. We're not even there yet. We're not even there yet. I know, We're but I'm even... saying, but she said twice. She said she brings up twice. Q is the one that brought yeah. her up. Yeah, Q brought her up, but Q did not bring her up in a shady way. Amanda was just like, I have more respect for you than I have for... Uh, PJ, you mean um, PJ. PJ yeah. You will, you PJ, will mix yeah. these white bitches up. You will mix these white bitches no, up. It's just how it's She was like, I have more respect for you than I have for, for Amanda. That was... Because all Q was like, this is very indicative of what you did with Amanda. Q was like, this just seems very similar to what you did with Amanda, which to me does not seem... Now, what was weird was when Q was like, you're the one who brought her up. That was weird, and that's not true. And maybe she just forgot that she mentioned Amanda. I don't know what what that was. But the fact that PJ took it to where she took it to is not on cue. I agree. That's I agree. I agree. But PJ Q is the one that brought it up. Anyway, okay, we're, 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 we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. We are really jumping. Who cares ahead. that she brought it? Let's let's. Okay, so um, first of all, Plasma looks like Jinx, and she's talking like a uh, little idiot. Is this intentional? In the probably, mini challenge, probably. I was. I, I saw that too, and I think. She's making. She, I think she's making a reference. She's not realizing she's doing, or maybe she is, but she didn't mention that she was. So I don't know. Were you triggered? <laughs> she's obviously a student of Drag Race, also, and you know theater. So it would make sense that she would that she would make a Jinx reference. You know. I do like the name Lady Cox Do Stink. That's a very funny name that, that uh, man that playing Jane came up with. And um, I, okay, honestly, I thought you loved apples, bitch. Not like Nymphia loves bananas. This shit is crazy. She's a banana queen. 
I am not the apple queen, to be fair. I am not the apple queen. Nymphia is the banana queen, so she's letting us know. Like, die. this bitch loves apples. This is... Bananas, you mean. I mean, bananas. Bitch, do you, do you need... Take, take a five-hour energy or something. You are... <laughs> like, this bitch loves peers. Her love for peers. I'm screaming. <laughs> peers. Um, she just loves her peers. She just loves her drag race contestants. She loves her peers. Fuck up and say you're fine. Uh, I'm just gagged at how much this bitch loves apple, loves bananas. I cannot get like girl, and I kind of feel like that, like that, like that one girl was like, "Bitch, we get it. You like bananas, like we get it." I mean, says the bitch that y'all Bob wanted to body check, body slam, and fucking fight a promoter because he did not give him a fucking banana. So you are Wanda talk about bananas, bitch. I was hungry. <laughs> I asked for food. That just so y'all know, every single person on the tour had their rider and their food except for me. I was the only person who didn't. I did not go crazy. I just wanted a banana. Every, imagine you're on the tour and every queen, every crew person, every dancer every promoter is has their food from the writer and you go back and look at your stuff and it's not there <laughs> bob was waiting to fight for the banana so you nymphia is taking a page from your book but if i go back and my fucking red m&ms aren't there we're gonna have a motherfucking problem. i cannot believe you have a cup of red m&ms can you please tell me about these red m&ms I, I cannot finish the podcast why, why do you have red m&ms what are you doing i just like red m&ms and, so and they're just so, so easy to get because it was so easy to get, I was just like, I'll just grab some because they're they're really easy and it's not it's not a lot of it's not like a lot of fuss to get them. So you know? for context, you you said in an earlier episode of the podcast, you said it was hard to get red M and M's, and you argued over whether they're hard or easy to get. Well, so we got red M's to prove how easy they, they were you to get. So we got them shipped overnight. He did get them very easily, but then he went to Australia. So this is the first time we've actually podcasted together. But it would he, he his goal was to interview to really cunty and to pull around the red M&Ms the next day. Thank he you, did, he did get them overnight. They were easy to get, but I it has been two weeks because you were I in Australia. I really forgot that Monet ever said anything about red M&Ms. That's so crazy. I don't even, that's so crazy. Anyways, wait, whose books did you like in the mini challenge? Um, I like I liked um, Safira's. I wish that Safira was doing better television because she's a great queen, but she's Very not fabulous. being great television. I need her to be better television so I, that people can get on her. Phone. I think so. I think I think we see. I think I think it's what's natural to Safira. Obviously, is this like mothering presence and this mothering figure, and we see glimpses of that, which make me really like Safira. Like like uh, uh, how she made or how she told. Um, Amanda that before she gets on camera and I think Amanda said it on camera so one of them said it that she needs to practice her makeup four more times like that little thing alone made me be like work like she is like not, yes it's a competition but this bitch is here to also like help her 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 her, her adversaries in this thing you know I like I, I think she is and it's also about we're only four or five episodes in there are like 11 more I didn't understand what you just said this this connection is so crazy but I'm just going to assume that you would disagree for the sake of disagreeing. I, I just think she could be better television. Well, okay, why, no. I, I disagree for the sake of disagreeing? That's what I'm assuming. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. 
from pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So I want to go on to, um, okay, Q looks like Metamorphosis in the in the mini challenge. Does anyone else notice that? I didn't see that. I don't know. And Safira wins the mini challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when 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 they said that uh, when they said that um, what's the name was going to get the first book burned in the in the state of Florida, that really tickled me. Oh yeah, that was very funny. Very very very. very and funny. um, and but RuPaul is not joking around. Joking around about this house of hidden meanings. She is not playing around. Have you seen that clip of, of uh, that clip of Ru going? <laughs> Of course. Have you seen this? Yeah. So was, when you, when, so was the, when my joke, when my candle tells a funny joke, but I have to leave the. <laughs> my candle tells a funny joke, but I have to leave the house. So because of the mini challenge, um, um, Geneva is a is a is a is a captain for losing the last episode. Um, Safira is the captain for winning this challenge, and I think Plasma is the other captain. Or wait. Okay, to be clear, Geneva's a captain for winning the lip sync, not for losing the ep- That's cr- That was a... <laughs> the fact that you would say that is insane. She's a captain for winning the lip sync. Right. Geneva's a captain because she's a fucking loser. She's a fucking... Damn, Mon- that was that was crazy. Geneva's that was crazy. a captain for winning the lip sync. Safir's a captain for winning this, max- this mini challenge. And Plasma's a captain for what? Winning the last challenge. Yeah, Mona, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so the first girl picked is Dawn. Dawn is the first girl picked, and the last girl mm-hmm. picked is Megami. Oh. Yeah. Um, which I I was like somewhere in the middle picked when we did our girl group. I'm pretty I sure. Second, I believe. And I could not imagine what it's like to be picked last, especially in a group full of people who probably got picked last in school. You know what I mean? Like, that shit cannot feel good. And I think that Megami is very justified in her feeling the way she feels. That shit would piss me off, too. Did you ever used to be, did you get, did you used to get picked last in school when you used to do stuff on playground? No, not really, because I was very strong. So if we did, like, tug of war, which is a popular uh, uh, activity at my elementary school, I was always picked first because I was, a lot larger than the other children. Like y'all would play plug of war on your own, like after school on the playground. No, we played uh, during gym. Well, I'm saying like after school, like when there were no teachers around. Like when did y'all just? Play? I, didn't hang out, I didn't hang out at the school after school. I mean, I was in one after school program, but we had activities. We didn't do sports. We just did like coloring and stuff. And then um, I would, when I just started after school activity, I was in high school and I was in like theater. So we weren't like picking teams for that either. Interesting. Yeah, Kamika and I used to and hang out like on like the park. And we and, like, played really basketball good. in my neighborhood. I was always picked first as well because I I've been six foot two since I was in seventh grade. So I was almost always picked first. I was really crazy good. that you've been really good in the paint. I was really good in the paint. I was really good at getting rebounds. I was great at doing layups. Not that I can do any of that anymore. But at the time, can I was you shoot? Very Are you good at shooting? At the time, I was when I, when I was younger. I actually won a three point competition in, in this in Lagrange, Georgia, um, against. Uh, I was in seventh. I was in sixth grade. I won uh, with kids up to eighth grade. I mean, up to um, eighth grade. I won that that category of, of three pointers, where they line up all the the racks of the balls, and you just go around and you shoot within like a time frame on the clock. Oh wow! And, but you, so uh, you, you could have been like a like a like an NBA diva. 
No, no, no. I don't think I had the passion or the skill set to actually do that. Could you dribble? I can, I can still dribble to this day. Interesting. Can you dribble basketball? No, I'm not good at basketball. I was good at football, but not basketball. Yeah, I can still dribble and I can go between my legs, but I might have to like pre practice for like an hour, but I can go, I can go between the legs and I can shoot a three-pointer. It, it might take me a second, but we were at Barclays and right outside my dressing room was the practice court mm -hmm. and everyone was like shooting oh my the ball. God. We get it. You're on the Madonna tour. You're at Barclays. Okay. Jesus Christ. You sound so jealous right now. And honestly, I understand. I get it. I'd be jealous if I were you too. We were uh, in, in the practice gym and um, and I shot and I was shooting threes and I did not get a single one. So I think I need to practice. <laughs> I, I don't think it stays with you Got uh, it. for long. Um, yeah. So, and then, so each, each girl, each girl group is going to have to, they're doing a remix from RuPaul's latest album. So it's the girl group challenge. You have to like, oh, write, they have to write their verses and, um, but they're not recording them. Oh, no, no, they are recording them. <laughs> what am I talking about? They have to write and record their verses and perform them um, on stage, but not live. I bring back live challenges. I love the live singing challenges. I just think it adds even another layer that makes it yeah. even more fun. I agree. And by the way, to Maddie Morphis on the pit stop being like Bob writing her own voices is corny, but you think it's corny because you could never. Because you could never. What did she come out with? Well, she was so pissed off. She was like, I think Bob writing his own voice verses and girls showing what they would have worn is corny. And I'm like, well, because you could never. Like about when you do when you would do it on the pit stop, she's saying? No, like about like, anytime I've ever like written a verse to a oh, song on Drag Race, she's like, Oh, it's corny. She's like, the verses are good, but they're corny. And I'm like, but also you could never. So oh, shots fired. Maddie, Maddie Morphosis, uh, give us a verse. Show Bob that you're not corny. And I like Maddie, but she could never. Um, so the teams are Geneva, Nymphia, Maya, Megami. Uh -huh. That's one team. And then Don, Morphine, Sapphira, and Q. And then Plain Jane, uh, Plasma, Amanda, Tsunami, which is wild because Plain Jane and Amanda ended up on the same team. I don't know if Plasma is just picking off of what she likes or if Plasma's like, I want to see these bitches go at it. But I was gagged that she put them on the same team. That's 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 your girl of plasma. So they're all getting to writing and um <clears throat> uh Geneva's team there we're getting the sense that Nymphia is like not taking it seriously and Nymphia is kind of like doing her own thing and Maya's like bitch I need to focus. Geneva's like shut the fuck up and and uh, uh banana girl uh Chiquita Nymphia Banana is just doing her own thing. Kiki kaka haha and the girls are not having it. It's very much giving Thorgy when we had to fucking do the meet, the street meets, and that shit is fucking annoying. Yeah, when you're trying, to, when you're under the on the clock, and you have to work as a team, and one bitch is out here, bitch, focus, <laughs> bitch. I, I I feel um her. Who was it? Who was pissed off at her? Was it uh, tsunami? I was with tsunami. I was like, bitch, you need to fucking focus, banana bitch. Get your fucking get your bananas in a bunch and fucking do write your verse, Miss Thing. Well, here's the tea. So Megami tweeted. For anyone who thinks I didn't bust my ass, I wrote my verse. I literally wrote Nymphia's verse. I helped Geneva edit her verse. I contributed the middle part of the choreo. I came up with the team name. I fought with the fear of God in me for this. I was an asset to my team. So I guess Nymphia wasn't focusing. Uh, Megami had to literally write her verse. Did, did, did anyone negate that? No, Nymphia tweeted, I just want to say Megami basically wrote my lyrics. I was really struggling, so please show her some love. Oh, the bitch, you were struggling because you wasn't focused. Bitch. Wait, Megami fucking ate that. That's amazing. I like Nymphia's verse. Yeah. Like, 
Megami fucking ate that. And why did they not show that? That should have been shown. Yeah. Megami needed that this episode. Megami really fucking, especially considering that she won. And part of her whole story was how she's like trying to rise up. That should have been part of the storyline. It could have really done her some justice yeah. and got her some more fans. Yeah, yeah. So I was proud of Megami this episode. I was I was actually really like, because she's upset about being chosen last. I understand that, you know, I don't want to be picked last. And she, she got a chance to shine through. And she has been, she, I mean, I'm proud of her. Because I really I really wanted a fucking victory for her. I kept being like, I really want this bitch to fucking have a victory. So good for her. Honestly, shout out to Megami. You better work, Miss Thing. Yeah, she did a great job. And well, we're going to get to the verses in a little bit. But I was like. Let's go on to Team Plasma for rehearsals. Plasma is moving fast. Plasma is such a theater kid. She's such a New Yorker talking fast. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fast. Y'all know this. I'm a fast talker. I love when bitches be talking fast. I mean, bitch, if y'all can't listen, keep the fuck up. I don't know y'all be complaining about me talking fast, but that's how I fucking talk. So get used to it. So everyone has a struggler. Every team has one str struggler and straggler. And this team, this one is uh, Tsunami. Tsunami cannot figure out what Plasma's doing. And honestly, Plasma is fucking eating. Like she the core is looks just good. doing a fucking, Plasma's doing a very good job. Well, this is what I, I wrote. Mean, this is what I wrote. I said, Plasma's taking the lead for her team and she looks amazing. I'm really impressed with her dancing skills and she's really turning it. But she says that fucking line about being a tryhard, about like, about like the tryhard BFA thing is so lame to me. I'm like, girl, if she would have just done everything she did and leave, like, leave the BFA thing alone, just like, do you, like, stop trying to tell us why you have these qualifications about what about the BFA thing. Just like, do what you're doing, and we're we'll 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 fall in love with that. Like trying to like do this like tryhard BFA quote unquote BFA thing is so lame to me. I want to agree. I think that theater kids are just kind of corny and lame. That aside, I think she's really fucking phenomenal. But also, some of my favorite drag queens are annoying. You're annoying. Jackie Beat is so fucking annoying. You know what I mean? But y'all are really fucking great drag queens. And I think that part of the charm of these entertainers is their, sometimes their follies. Sometimes what makes them charming is their, their faux pas, their public faux pas, their, their societal faux pas. I like that. And I just like her. I think I she's really- I said, and you are Wanda, you, are, you really want to change your name to Wanda Talk today, don't you? Talking about Jack V's and Lord you are Wanda fucking talk. Want to talk about what? About uh, your favorite drag queens are annoying. Bitch, yeah, so you, you must be your favorite drag queen then. I'm an listen, no one's ever been annoyed by me, not once. Literally not <laughs> <enough. laughs> that clear. Uh -huh. Oh, so Amanda was on the national international tour of Kinky Boos. That's really sickening. She is, is real, she is a real theater girl, like like in these yeah. streets, real theater girl. Yeah. Um, I wonder I wonder how many failed quote unquote quote unquote I didn't say it, they said this about themselves. About how many failed BFA girlies were actually on Broadway. Like, was Rose ever on Broadway? No, she was, she was off Broadway in Titanic after Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jan. And if she wasn't on Broadway, she was on an international tour. I think she might have been oh. doing it with uh, that little Lady Camden. Not little Lady Camden, sorry. With Lady Camden. Um, Lady Camden was on, a, was on the tour of Kinky Boots? She was on a tour of Kinky Boots as well, yes. Work. Was Jan ever on a tour in, or, or, or on Broadway? No, Jan is on, Jan is on off Broadway. And what about Alexis Michelle? Alexis Michelle's never done Broadway. Uh... Uh, Milan from Drag Race yeah. is actually just finishing a Broadway show right now. Peppermint. She's finishing up. Um, oh, Marsha, 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 right. What is that? She's going to what? Marsha, 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 Kit Kat Club Ensemble in Broadway's Cabaret. Oh, it's uh, Kit Kat Club. It, on, and, um, and, and, and Cabaret is coming back to Broadway and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is in it. And she's the understudy for the MC as well. Good for oh. her. Okay, Marsha. 
Marshall has a Broadway credit. Ginger Minj has a Broadway credit. Peppermint. Milan has a Broadway credit. Um, there's a few more. Peppermint. Like, what are Peppermint has a Broadway credit. But these are girls that have Broadway credits before Drag Race, though. And so Beyonce, B Bianca had one not for being on the stairs, but being, she worked on Broadway. She worked in the costume shop for opera and theater. And I worked so she, on, um, I worked on 39th and Broadway. But, she, but to be clear, Bianca did not work on Broadway. She worked for a costume shop. Right. That provided to Broadway. It's not, it's not really the same so thing. Adjacent. It is adjacent, but it's not the same thing, just to be clear. Closer than you. There was one girl in the UK who is like a real a Broadway girl and did shows in the West End. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, the, the one who the one who kind of who like is like a a daddy out of drag. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Ella Viday. Ella Viday. Oh yeah, Ella yeah. Viday. Yeah. So let's go to Team Geneva. So so Maya is so quiet. I can't stand whisper bitches. People who whisper drive me. Fuck. I'm like, bitch, speak. The I, I need you to speak up. And I know it's not intentional, but bitch, speak up, bitch, speak up. I think it's a little exaggerated for camera because, like, I, I, I don't think she's whispering as much as they're intimating. I really don't think so. I think it's, it's extra for camera. She's not on for the stage like she's not doing that. Other girls are saying it. <laughs> I mean, the girl, but her, also, it's not for these other sideline bitches to hear. It's for my immediate team to hear, and if they can hear me, I don't care if y'all can hear. But doesn't she seem like the quiet type? I mean, Ruth does say room. that to her a lot. She still had time to everyone in the dress room and she in the corner and she, she'd be like, <laughs> bitch, speak up, bitch. Also, up. she says, like, Maya, Maya thinks that because there aren't kicks or split in the corner that it's not hard. I'm like, girl, splits and kicks are not the only thing that makes it hard, girl, right? <laughs> Like, like, like doing like a, like a, like, like, for example, when, um, you know, when some of this shit is hard to do, it's because it's about court, it's about coordination. Yeah. You know, that move, that move, I don't know if you remember, but the move that Trinity did for, um, what category? Um, and I can never remember it, but Todrick choreographed it and it's like, and it's like, what category are we on right now? And it's something that's like, really like you, it's like, it's like, it's like doing this. Yeah. It's like. Dun, 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 um, yeah. Megami, Megami is the struggle bus of this one. Megami is having a hard time with the choreographer. She is not. But also, it doesn't seem like Geneva is the team captain because she's offering no direction to this group. Oh my God. I wrote that. I, I wrote down, doesn't matter who's the team captain. And I honestly, after like season like four or five, I really don't think it matters who's who's the team captain. If the team does fine, it's like they don't. They don't be out here acting like um, like they don't like RuPaul doesn't do the thing like who is the team captain? And like, you know what I mean? Like, and so I don't think the team captain matters. They want to, they will. If RuPaul wants to fucking sing your home show, that's who the team captain is. She shows up. <laughs> and if I'm Geneva, if I'm not a strong, well, no, she's she's a, the dancing diva of Brownsville. So she is, so she should be uh, choreographing this thing. But I guess Ma Maya is probably a stronger choreographer because she maybe well, I think she does it for the ensemble shows in, in Miami she's a part of. Obviously, this team made the right choice because, I mean, spoiler, they won. So yeah. having Maya choreograph was obviously. I haven't smart. seen it yet. I know, I know, I know. Um, Nymphia toured with a K-pop girl group. The resumes on this season are wild. They're great. And Nymphia again, girl, always keeping a little something in her back pocket. And honestly, I like that shit. People are like, oh, I can't believe she did. I'm like, no, bitch. Like, do not tell everybody you're a, you're a designer. Don't tell everyone you can sell. Like, when it comes time to do your thing, fucking do your thing. And she's showing her group she can dance. And I think, 
keeping your cards close to your chest on Drag Race, I think is a wise thing. It impresses RuPaul more. It impresses the other girls. It impresses us. Well, I mean, when we're watching it, we're seeing it unfold. So not so much us at home. But I think that is a wise way. That is a wise thing to do on Drag Race. I really do. You know, I think it's good for TV, but I don't know how good it is for like Drag Race, like for the competition. Like a lot of the winners have been really open about their talents from the from the get. Like. Sasha Kobe wasn't like hiding anything. Sasha Kobe wasn't shell wasn't hiding little corners of her talent in in her pocket. Bianca wasn't doing this. Violet wasn't doing this. I didn't do this. James didn't do this. BB didn't do this. Um, but the, you are but you see queens who hide their little talents and they have a big impact and it and it does make for a good TV moment. But I actually don't know how great it is for like like Chi Chi pretty much let us know out the out the gate that she could do all those flips and stuff and. It didn't diminish it when we saw them. We were still gagging. Like when when Maya did that fucking backflip in the number, I was still gagged. I was like, God damn, that bitch can fucking go. I don't think yeah. I would have been really shocked if she didn't tell us she could do it. But even though she walked in saying I'm the flipping queen, every time she flips, it's still so impressive to me. I don't think that it like uh, it, it changes the competition, but I think that for example. We did, we did not know that Nymphia could sew. We did, we saw her working on her thing, not even a little bit in the workroom. So what what happened? Nothing. I'm, nothing. Oh, so when she so when she pops out with that incredible fucking thing on the runway, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" I had like because we had no idea that that was even like she could do anything in that like you know realm. So I think it is a, it gives a little gag. It gives a little like. Oh shit! This is really cool. Yeah. You can do this. It's great TV. It is great TV. I don't know how much it helps in the competition. I mean, being able to sew helps competition. Hiding that you can sew isn't necessary. I don't. I don't know that we have any evidence that actually helps you outside of just happen to be able to make really good TV. Yeah, as someone who watches it on TV, I'm not in the workroom. I it makes me have a, a, a better time watching the show. That's fair to say. Um, Nymphia gagged me when she was like, "I think she's gonna finally get her wish to be out of the top." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Nymphie ate her up with that one. That was wild. Um, yeah. Okay, so during the makeup, I really feel bad for Amanda because I think that what PJ is doing to Amanda is making it where Amanda is constantly on the defense. Even So anytime PJ opens her mouth, Amanda has to rear her back like a cat just on the chance wow. that PJ might say something off the wall. And that cannot be a good feeling. That cannot be a good feeling. So I, so I was playing devil's advocate earlier, but I honestly, I do agree with you. I do think that Q, so Q, so they're all doing their makeup, but also I feel like Q is making this a bigger moment than it needs to be. Q is, they're all doing their makeup. Q has to take her time to come over and address PJ about 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 about, about her saying the thing that was allegedly cunty. I was like, y'all are making this moment bigger than it has to fucking be. Like, it is really not that deep, girl. I just said that. I just said that if I was in the top, I would be complaining. About, like, do you think that? Do you think that this moment is warranted? I think it's so extra for no fucking reason. Well, it's very cute to make something big, but also I don't think it's you, you, you like we don't get to decide. I'm going to her feelings. Blah, 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 blah. You want to answer? Do you want to answer for me? Which one is it? Because I know it's going to her feelings. Well, since you're on my answer, let's move on to the next topic. Um, you know, I think that Q saying I wasn't trying to invalidate your feelings is crazy because she knew that's what she was doing. She was trying to intentionally step on that moment and make it seem like her idea was less. Like what her stance on this feeling is is a better take than 
Q's stance on the feelings. And you, it is not up to us to decide whether whether or not we feel like Q handled this well. We don't know how much that affected Q. You do, you, we have no clue how much that affected Q. You know well, what I mean? Clearly, it's, she has a lot of feelings. Clearly, Q is all, has a lot of feelings going on through her head. Clearly. Like, especially when, when you go back and watch um, Laganja, the the group with her. Impact. Yeah. I feel bad for her because everyone keeps going on about how bad she was and how annoying she is and how she like they just they just will not and, and it's not they're not just they're not just attacking her drag they're attacking her character and everyone's in a group like yeah it's she, yeah we hate yeah this is fake and like <laughs> when you're doing it for every corner you're like what you're like like guys fuck off like leave me the fuck alone I when I when you watch that back it's easy to be like I can see how easily Laganja could reach that point and I think that Q addressing it right the fuck away is fierce waiting for right away I mean, with with not in the moment, okay, sure, not in the moment, but like the next day, she did. It was it was well, yesterday. Two days day. later, is it? Yes, because they it happened to fall out. They had the next day when they got the challenge and they rehearsed. Then it's the next day when they're preparing for the runway. It's two days later. Well, still, I think that her addressing it before she get a chance to do it again is quite mature. I think that being like, I want to talk about this. I did not like how this felt, and I want to talk about it. I think that's mature. I don't think you have to wait until she attacks you five times in a row. You know what I mean? But also, she gets what she wants. PJ literally apologizes, and this this is the thing that would that, that would make me pop off. Yeah, well, just be mindful of what you say to me. Now, that is that is inflammatory, and that is going to make me say something back. That is going to make the situation cunty. I don't mind Q addressing her. It is a little dramatic, but I don't mind it. What was really wild was, rest assured, I definitely have more respect for you than Amanda. That was insane. <laughs> that was Completely wild. Completely out of pocket. I love that Amanda gathered her like a fucking cheap chignon, and then, and then when she brings it up, uh, uh, PJ does the the worst thing you can do in the situation. It's just some fun shade, girl. Relax. Like when you like aggress someone and you're like, oh my God, I'm literally just kidding. Why are you being so uptight? Like have fun, like be fun like the rest of us. Oh my God, you're being so dramatic. Wow, you're really sensitive. That's crazy. I also think what's happening is that, is that like, again, a lot of the girls, like in this, even, even before that, I forgot who said it, but they were all, like three of them had came for Amanda and like made reads at her. But I think what's happening is that the relationship between PJ and Amanda, obviously there's tension there. So it's okay for like the other girls who are quote unquote her friends, like Q and Dawn to read. Like Dawn read her like twice before that about, about the same things, but those are her friends and she's developed this relationship with them and she doesn't have that same relationship with PJ. So when PJ says it, she comes at her and she's really upset by it. But when the other girls read her, it's cool. Like if like Bob and Naomi make fun of me, that's fine. But if Lux New Orleans comes like, yeah, Monet with them, with them, with them little kitty, ugly ass pussycat wigs, bitch, what the fuck you talking to? I don't know you bitch. But it's a difference. Megami was like, well, are you going to look different for the quick drag? And PJ was like, I have, it was basically like, I have little to no respect for Amanda. There's a difference between like, oh girl, you're going to look for you. Your makeup's going to be bad again. And then sort of being like, as an artist, I don't respect you. No, but they're all ragging on her looks. And like, for, 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 I mean, for the most part, PJ, the like, yes, besides, besides the respect like, thing. Amanda. She wasn't like her drag. She wasn't like the way she looked. This was a, this was a, by the way, this wasn't a conversation about looks. This was a conversation about personalities. Q was like, my when I shared my feelings, you negated them. 
I shared my feelings. She didn't say I wore my drag. She didn't say I did my look. She didn't say I wore my wig. She goes, I share, I told you about my, I showed my personality. I opened up to you and you disrespected me. To which she said, well, I have more respect for you than I have for Amanda. It wasn't even about her looks. It wasn't even about her drag. She was just like, as a person, I don't respect Amanda. I'm talking about in general. I'm not talking about just one isolated incident. I'm talking about, I'm talking about all the other times that PJ has come for Amanda. And it's mm -hmm. time when everyone else has been reading Amanda for looks. I'm talking about the, the past times it looks. And I think this is just dogpiling or, or snowpiling on top of all these other instances where Amanda always feels like PJ is coming for her, even though everyone else is. You know what I'm saying? I think it's weird that Amanda, that uh, PJ could muster up an apology to Amanda, but she could not find a way to resolve. I mean, ooh, PJ could muster up an apology for Q. No atonement, just an apology. Um, but she could not find a way to do that same thing with Amanda. What? That is... Wow, but it's because she, but it's because she said out loud she respects Q more than she respects Amanda. So because she doesn't respect Amanda as much, she doesn't feel the need to apologize to her. Yeah, for sure. And also, I just think like they haven't they haven't had a chance to have um a a, a moment to like get there. And maybe they maybe they never will. Maybe they have, but maybe they haven't. I mean, at the beginning of the season, they had some tweets going back and forth. I don't remember. I think they're at like a good place now, but they've clearly not have had a time. So kind of be like, girl, what's the tea? And like really settle the differences. Let's go on to uh, RuPaul and the judges' runways. I mean, Tiz Madison is back. I'm so glad that, that Maddie's back. And, and congratulations um, on your Emmy, Maddie. Yeah. Oh, what, did Emmy, what did Maddie win an Emmy for? For when Drag Race won the Emmy, um, she won for um, Best Reality Show Competition. She she got an Emmy because she's oh, a, as a producer? Yeah, good, no, because, well, yes. And she's a judge, on the, she's a permanent judge. So she got Word, an Emmy for that. Yeah. Good for her. Congratulations to um to 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 T. S. Madison. I love this um, wig. I want this wig. Her and the Iconopop girl have both have bantu knots. I love RuPaul's dress yeah. so much. This is very beautiful. I think that Zaldi and that shoe. Look at RuPaul in the shoe. RuPaul, don't be wearing close sewed shoes. Okay. Um. So let's go on to the performances. All right. So the first group is called QDSM. That stands for Don, Sephira, and and Morphine. Do what? Morphine's pussy and that split. She is on the floor, honey. Work. So for QDSM, which is their 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 initials, um, let's go over each person. You want to go over the group and then each person. I have notes for the group. Then we'll go over each person's verse. How does that yeah. sound to you? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. So Q's Q is better than she was in rehearsal, but she's a little bit clunky. Like she's a little clunky. And why is she, why does she look so out of place? Like why is why is she the only, everyone else is wearing some sort of a warm red and she's the only one wearing blue and on a very uncue like note her outfit looks so bad it looks worse than every everyone of the night it is morphine the, it is, wearing green she's not wearing red i oh, thought this, i thought they just had to wear primary colors and i thought that maybe dawn stuck out because like Mor morphine's wearing green Hughes wearing blue sophia's wearing red and dawn is wearing like a, a burgundy or pink well, I guess I saw the burgundy and pink, and I just thought I, I'm colorblind. So I thought the green was a red, but I think that Q's standing out for all the wrong reasons, and because her outfit looks the out of every queen on stage, Q's Q's performance outfit was bad. It was it was the worst one, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't feel that strongly about it. I thought it just looked like a dance costume. I I wasn't offended by it like everyone else. Like clearly the judges were, but um, yeah, I thought in my opinion Dawn was the one that stuck out, but not in like a bad way. But just she didn't like they were all wearing primary, and she didn't. And, but Q was Morphe. a bad dancer. Bad dancer. Yeah. Morphine was really good, and she did. It, she moves really well. I like Q's voice, and I like what Q did by herself, but as she was in the group, it was just 
every time I kept, I could not stop looking at her, but it wasn't because she was killing it. It's because she was just like pulling focus in a really bad way. And did you notice that when they were had, when they had like the group parts, um, Safira was always singing the lead vocal and all the other girls were singing the chorus parts. Did you notice that? I did not notice that, no. I was like, bitch work. I wonder if they, <laughs> that was like an, uh, like a conscious decision or that's just like what happened. I think that Dawn did a good job, but she really ruined our chances of making it through one entire episode of Drag Race without a girl calling herself dumb. We almost made it the entire episode with, you know, I'm going to say it again, make make drag smart again. Make drag smart again. And Dawn, you are you're, you are to blame for this episode being dumb because you wanted to be dumb so bad. Let's go to Morphine. But Morphine also, said, if, that, if she is dumb and that is part of her thing, I think that's okay too. I don't think she has to like not do it like if, like, if that is your thing, then go off. If you want to be dumb, be dumb. I, I think this, I think this whole, like, I'm so stupid is is annoying. I don't like it. I don't like that. I've, I've iterated before. I don't like this direction of drag that everyone wants to be dumb now. All these dumb bitches want to be dumb bitches. And, and, they, and to me, they look dumb when they want to be dumb. But I guess they're nailing it. Yeah, I think that if I, I'm, I'm not, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think it's being dumb for dumb's sake. But if that is like your thing, then go off. Which I don't really know. I don't really know what Dawn's thing is. I know she's like obviously really good at makeup and she's like fashiony. So I don't know if like dumb is her thing or not. Maybe it is. Maybe it is I don't fucking know. Uh, let's talk about morphine. So morphine, morphine like the drug, but no relation. Winning, winning all, winning all the shows. You stay in admiration, fascination, even a standing ovation. I'm the only reason for your fixation. The flawless, the face, the beauty, the taste. Savor it, cause you can't replace. Yeah, bitch. Damelo todo, pera. Ow. Um. Yeah. I mean, she did a good job. It, it didn't like blow my mind, but she did a good job, though. Yeah, I think she did a good job. Q said, I strut in in a fashion, serving looks my passion, leaving it all on the stage, no no crashing. You cannot stop me. Just one letter, nobody better, slaying every way. These lyrics are not great. Her voice sounded great, yeah. but these lyrics are just not good. She sounded really good, actually. I was very impressed. Like I was like, oh, wow, she can sing. Um, Safira, which I loved Safira's hair, and I loved her outfit, and I loved these, these shoe covers. I think that Safira was fabulous. Um, Her entire look is amazing. Yeah. She looks very good. Got you gagging on my dragon. Baby, you need to breathe. Turning nothing into something like you wouldn't believe. My one desire to inspire what you can and can't see. Safira's here, baby. There's no limit to what you'll achieve. I bring the heat by keeping my cool. I look like this. You look like you look a damn fool. I love that moment. That was cute. So listen up, kids. You're about to get school. Safira Cristal is fearless. Crown jewel. Fabulous. That's a great, these lyrics are great. She look look at and can, maybe they can show this on the screen. You can send this document over to uh, Jay. Look at how many lyrics Q got in and how many lyrics Sephira got in. <laughs> that I'm just I'm going between the two. This is Q's giving. I have long legs. She like <laughs> and Sephira wrote a full on uh, dissertation. Girl, she she she's trying to get her doctorate. <clears throat> yeah work and i did not see this whole like safira in her head they, i didn't see all these critiques they were giving safira i agree and when they said it they showed that one clip the like three second thing where she was like moving backwards i was like okay i guess i can see it here but when i watched the performance originally i didn't see that either yeah yeah and and during untug safira was like maddie was the only one who said that <laughs> um which i like that she said 
I didn't I did not see this I did not see this Safira unsure of herself like but then the other girls were like yeah Safira seemed really like un I, I just I, I still saw confidence I think she did a good job she looked I think she might have looked the best no top two out of looking the best well no she looked the best I'm gonna give my homegirl plasma number two because her look was also really good I wonder I want that cat suit plasma I want to know who made it plasma who made that who made that fucking uh katsu bitch I'm trying to buy clothes uh, off the girls. That's, uh, wait, it was Whitney. Really? Black and white stripes. Whitney, mm -hmm. I'm hitting you up for one. Money's wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, that was wrong. I was thinking of a mandatory meeting. My bad. It was not Whitney. Money, stop biting off of all the girls' look. You keep trying. <laughs> I will buy these girls' clothes. You're trying to buy Q's fucking Judy dress. You're trying to buy that. Stop. Get your own style. Okay, do you do think your own thing? Bitch, she make, recreated her Judy Garland look, bitch. So tell yeah, you. you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to bite you're trying to bite off of a bite bitch there's a small bite you so much took a bite mm, put and you trying to take the bite out of her mouth take a bite off that and you've been biting off of me for 11 years now so what's your motherfucking excuse right but i've been next for 15 question. years i've been in drag for 15 and years so where you you? Uh, the, that cat was uh plasma's cat too was garo sparrow oh ooh, bitch garo is a bitch, bitch, I, I, I had to uh, re refinance my house for garo sparrow girl Anyway, let's um, let's move on to Dawn. Oh my God, babe, wake up! Oh my God, babe, woke up. It's Dawn, silly little filly with my ear, elf ears on. Not a part of your world. It's all my own. So it was Dawn who said, "So dumb, so cunt. Your mind is blown. Why do you want to be dumb, bitch?" Anyway, from the start, laying bars. Did you know there is life on Mars? I really love that line. Galaxy fantasy turning looks, setting free. And can I be honest? I'm a star, baby. These lyrics are not great, but I really love her performance. Bitch, you thought you the shit. You're not even a fart. Have you seen the Ice Spice discourse? <laughs> what is that to do? Bob, you get on the Ice Spice. No, but what? Why did you? Why did you say that? I don't get it. Because that line made me, made me remind me of that from the start. Later oh, that's on. that's a lyric from Ice Spice's new single that she just put out. No, I know. You think you this? Yeah, yeah. You think, bitch made me think, but I'm thicker. I know. I know that. But I just don't understand why Monet just said it. I don't. Don't made me think of it. From where? What line made you think of that? The one about Mars. Fart, fart, Mars. Let's and I, I had a random association. Why are you? Why are you? I didn't. I literally didn't say anything. Because I literally I, said you said everything and what you didn't say, Bob. I know you, nigger. <laughs> Excuse you, Black History Month. Wow. <laughs> I literally just all I said was let's move on. You took a lot. You you extrapolated a lot from that. Let's move on. Y'all, yeah, Bob has been obsessed with the word extrapolate for the past like three months. You literally every podcast you work the word extrapolate into. <laughs> Yeah, and you and you work the word uh, airs and hair and here <laughs> into every conversation. So, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the second group. Um, I thought this group was strong. This group is called Lover Girls. This group is Lover Girls. Yeah, Lover Girls. I did think that I did think that Plain Jane was the standout in this group for me. Um, but I really enjoyed Plasma's costume. Like I thought that was very sexy. I thought she looked really good. But I think Plain Jane was the best in the group. Plasma looks amazing. Amanda sounds really good. That wig is eating her up. Poor, poor Amanda. Her aesthetic will be the will, obviously will be her downfall as we see. Um, Tsunami does have a really great walk, and Jane had a really good verse, and I really liked her look. Let's go in each girl individually. Plasma. Well, when I was younger, my mama said to me, just be yourself, baby. The rest comes naturally. Being a queen is a state of mind. Be true to yourself. Share love. Be kind. Remember, girls, rule number one, have fun. Whatever you are, better be a damn good one. 
I mean, she is corny, so this is very like anthem. She always wants to do an anthem. She's like, if you watch her meet the queen, she's like, I'm gonna be the voice. I'm gonna be the one to take the queer community to the mountaintop. Like, she really thinks she's Martin Luther Queen. Which, <laughs> which, which so I, lame, so lame. But, but she sounded amazing. This sound really I think good. her verse. Her verse was good, you know. Her she she wants to write um she wants to write the next Pride anthem like a small boat on the ocean making big waves in mo. She wants to write that. Did she wants to write Moana because that would be inappropriate if she if she wrote a Moana. No, it's, it's <laughs> she, I could see Plasma trying to write this is my fight song, take back my life song. Like like Plasma would sing. That's the kind of that's the kind of song Plasma would do at Pride. <laughs> I think I've done that song at Pride. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just who Plasma is and honestly I just I just accept her where she is but that being said she was very good oh my god you're upset oh my god you are fucking sucking plasma you was fucking sucking the plasma out of her dick girl yeah I am I like plasma is it okay um, is it okay to like people you don't mind do you next Let's go into a mandatory meeting. Someone told me who I am is wrong, but no, but now I trust myself. I know that I am strong. No, it doesn't matter who hurt me in the past, because now I got now I love on myself. I'm going out so I can throw this ass. She these are not great lyrics, but she's her performance. What's so funny? What are you laughing about? Reading these lyrics out loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm someone to me who I have is wrong. But now I trust myself. I know that I am strong. No, it doesn't matter who hurt me in the past. Because now I love on myself. I'm going out so I can throw this ass. I mean, I think sometimes when you, when you take a song and break it down and you read it out loud, it yeah. can be really hard to, to like, you know, like, like here's a, like, it, it can be really hard to, um, to see the beauty in the song. And I understand that that's that's not that is not lost on me. You know what I mean? Like for example, when I take the song, it's my house and I live here. It's my house and I live here. There's a welcome mat at the door, and if you come in, you're gonna get much more. There's my chair. I put it there. Everything you see is with love and care. You would think that's not a great song, but it, but when you when you hear Diana Ross sing, you're like, this is a great song. It's my house. No, my house. house. Oh. Oh wow! I didn't know what song that was. Exactly. So in the, in these girls' defense, when you say them without singing them, it, it it loses a lot of context and a lot of meaning. That being said, I think her performance was great. She did a good job. Her voice sounded really good. Only thing is, girl, this wig is eating you up, Amanda. This wig is eating you up. You know, I think Amanda is someone who can really benefit from from seeing herself on television and seeing what she looks like, and then she'll come back from an All Stars, and I think she will gag the girls. I think she would really stand. From seeing what she looks like on television and really helping her out her drag. You wanna do tsunami? Yeah. I like tsunami a lot. I really like tsunami. Okay. <clears throat> Come on, strut, find your light. Turn your head to the left and shake it to the right. Cute face, tight waist, she's got it all. Can't tell me nothing now, cause I'm here with Miss Paul. God, good looks with the attitude. Came through from the good to shake the groove. Came through from the good to shake the groove. Hmm. No, no, don't stop. Let the love come through. At the end of the day, you got no one but you. I like the first uh, uh, two thirds of her verse, and then the last one kind of gets. Uh, sorry, the, the first three quarters, and the last one gets a little uh, dicey. Um, but I think she looked really good, and I think she was selling it. I loved how she was moving with her body when she that when she did that move, and she framed her face. I I really enjoyed Zunami's performance of her lyrics. 
it was low-key giving Ryan Murphy. The season starts off strong, but it ends poorly. This first started off great, and they did not have a great finish. But she, her walk really is sickening. I also love this moment. She knows her beauty. She yeah. knows that she looks good. And I will say, in the first episode, I was like, I was like where is this fashion? But this episode, I, I see it. I like, agree. She looks very good. And that she fucking looks- egg, honestly, so far, it's one of the best looks of the season for me. Her fucking Humpty Dumpty look was incredible. I agree. Let's go to Plain Jane. Plain Plain Jane, oh, Miss good. Plain Jane, Miss Jane. If you're nasty and if you're and if your pipe real long, holla at me. Booty fat and the body so right. Got them flying on this plane all day and night. Don't play with me. Just play the track. Don't break my heart. Just break my back. <laughs> when you hear this song, yes, it's me. Come aboard. You're a real bad bitch with the grits of love. With the with the grits of love. Can I just say a really hot take? What? Oh God! This sounds like a verse that was pre-written. This this verse is the only one that has nothing to do with the song. Like she just threw a word "love" at the very end, and it's like "break my back, fuck my whole." By the way, these are great lyrics. I just want to say out loud: these are really good lyrics. Oh God, Bob, with the conspiracies. Here we go. I think that it just it just it just didn't sound good. It seemed like it just didn't have anything to do with the theme. it had nothing. It the end. She was like, "Girl, say love." Everybody say love. Bob. Like, Fuck my whole rip my neck, and everybody say love. Okay, so Bob, <laughs> let me get this straight. So what you're saying is that it sounds like to you that this verse was pre-written. Is that what you're? Is that what you're insinuating? It sounds like she had this <laughs> verse in mind before. She was assigned the song. Which this, honestly, it's okay though. We know there's gonna be a, a verse writing challenge, so go off. I'm not mad at it. I am not mad. I'm, I'm all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Unless when she, when she says love, she's re, she's referring to all the love making she's doing. Then I would say, yeah. Then maybe if she's looking at love from a point of, from a point of sex and sexuality, then I would say, yeah, she probably did write that there. That being said, this is my favorite verse out of all the verses, actually. Oh, good. Um, and she looks and she does look really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think she looks good. It's not my favorite look, but I think she looks good. I plasma. I think. I think Plasma is my favorite look, but I do think Plain Jane by far had my best verse. It was really Yeah, good. I'm going to give Plasma number one. I was giving Safira, but they both look so good in such different ways. I'm going to give it to Plasma. Plasma looks really fucking good. Yeah. Um, let's go on to the third group, which is called uh, Thick. The I think they I think they actually call themselves the Thicks and the Stick. And I think Nymphia is That's the Stick. Very funny. Untuck, and Untuck, they said the Thicks and Thicks and the Stick. But RuPaul said thick and stick. Anyway, I think that Maya did such a good job. I was so impressed by her moves, by her dancing, the way that she, her body looked great. Her body was really giving. This is where um, she shines. This is where she shines. Obviously, like we've all seen her viral videos of her day. Like this is where she she shines. This is her thing. And and she also was great with a uh, with her um, Dade County line. I like so Dade County. I love that. Geneva when she's rapping was a little offbeat. I was like Geneva's a little offbeat when she's rapping. She she was trying to cram in a lot of fucking words. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really think Megami fucking ate. Megami did such a good job. I just don't know why she wore this the plainest black outfit she could literally get her hands on. This looks like a Capizio dance. No, like, this- it does not, Bob. It is as plain as a black outfit can be. It is like, it is so plain. But maybe it's the only black thing she had and they were doing black and yellow. I said what I said is plain. Which also, I have to tell y'all, so for years, Bob, Naomi, Kim, Plastique, and I have been talking about doing doing this black and yellow tour. If we did the black and yellow tour, would you guys come see that? Anyway, 
Let me go on to Maya's verse. <clears throat> Maya. Oh, and last, I love Maya at the end going cuckoo. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice that. It was so, it was, it really took me out. All right, let's go. Let's do Maya's verse. Go ahead, Ma. Maya Easy, you made me feel like a dainty lady, high heel boots straight out of Haiti. Oh, she's Haitian. So 305, so Dayton County with my stank ass walk. Boy, you know I'm crazy. My, it's Dade County. She said Dade? Yeah, Miami's Dade County. Okay. All right. So Dade County with my stank ass walk. Boy, you know I'm crazy. It's the name they screaming when they see me flipping. It's the drag that took her man, bitch. Yeah, I love this verse. Uh, it's it's low-key kind of giving City Girls, uh, which is uh, very Dade County. Um, her performance was so good. That fucking backflip in place. Like, when she flipped, her feet and her hands and her feet were, like, in the same place. Does that make any sense? Yeah. If you do a backhand spring, your feet go one place, and your hands are, like, a few steps back in there. She was, like, feet, hands, feet, all in the exact same spot, in the same, like, two square feet. It was very impressive. I love the yellow wig with the outfit. The kind of, it, it was just so good. I really loved it. Let's look on to Geneva. Geneva, clearing customs left and right. Geneva car is just the right. She's like, a, is she a plane? It's like, is the, is the bit that she's like, it was all like plane airport themed. Clearing customs left and right. Geneva car is just arrived. Um, La Diva Masatina, that your eyes will ever see. I mean, just look at me. I'm what? Sickening. If you want to read, um, there's a subtitles down here so you can keep up because baby, I'm fierce. Move away or Miss Carr will run you over. I did not love this verse. I gotta say, honestly, <laughs> she was the scraggler of this group. Like, For I feel sure. like, like she, you could have pulled another girl, like you could have pulled um, Plain. Plain Jane and put her in this group. You could have pulled a man that put her in this group. You could have Safira put in this group. Mm -hmm. And either one of those girls could have gotten a win this episode, I believe. I think more, I, I wouldn't say man, I would say Plain, Morphine, or Safira. No, no. I think that Amanda's performance was better than Morphe's performance. What? I do. Work. Um, yeah, she was definitely this was this was the weakest verse. By far. By far. Um, let's go. Oh, uh, J J J. Um uh Jacob had this in here, the tweet, but we already talked about about Megami talking about writing Nymphia's verse. <clears throat> it's Megami's verse. Down on your knees, bitch. Pray to me, because Megami's the goddess that you pay to see. That's M-E-G-A-M-I. What? Clear the one way. Watch a big girl strut. It's just it's just the beginning. I'll keep your head spinning, and all the boys sinning. You better start winning. That's good. Ain't nobody ever eat the runway like I do, running over bitches on through. on on Running over bitches on the rough drive-through. I will say this. While I think this verse is great, you cannot say... You can't come on the show and be like, no one eats the runway like me when so many girls have better runways than you. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, I mean, it's a great line, but if like, but if like Q would have said it, or if like Nymphia, uh, Nymphia would have said, I'd be like, oh yeah, for real. Like when RuPaul says, call me mother, it's because we all call her mother. But if <laughs> someone else, if, if, if some other queen was like, if some baby queen was like, call me mother, like, bitch, we ain't calling you fucking mother, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? I will say her little that little bit that little bit that part in the middle. That's M E G A M I. What? Claire, the one way watch a big girl strut. It's just to be in. I keep your head spinning and all the boys sinning. You better start winning. That's a great little chunk. This actually might be. I'm trying to think of this versus playing Jane. This actually might be one of the better verses. I don't know. This is a really really good verse. Yeah. And and also she wrote two verses. Yeah, her and Infia's. And Mind edited, uh, well, don't, girl, do not claim Geneva's. Don't say you did that one. But she edited uh, Maya's verse or she edited Geneva's verse? She edited she edited? Geneva's. So, so we don't know what Geneva would have gave us. 
<laughs> they were sabotage. Girl, we don't know what Geneva's original version. This is the edited version. Woof. <laughs> um, no, this is actually one of the better versions. This is top three. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give um, Safira, Jane, and Megami the top three verses for me so that. far. I'm into that. And this is really good. Like Megami ate this episode. This this except this fucking black cat suit. I just even a even a bolero or a trim on it would have made it nicer. A collar, anything. I like the bodies too. That scans for you. That scans for you. Let's talk about what scans for you, bitch. Check out. Can you read Nymphias, please? Gone with the wind. I'm fabulous. These motherfucking hoes can't handle us. Breaking wind, servant fashion, acting up like Rue said, action. Gonna be- catch banana fever. I'll make you a believer. Food from Taiwan, just to say hello. I'm Nymphia. You better vote yellow. Um, <laughs> this was a great verse, and uh, she did a really good job with it, and Shout out to Megami and to Nymphia for for uh, shout out to Nymphia's ghostwriter Megami, and shout out to Nymphia for being able to perform a stunning performance. I was if there's it, one thing Nymphia will do, she will she will raise that little leg. She's done it in every episode so far. She will this bitch will raise that little leg in a, in a number, and she'll mention bananas. Yeah, <laughs> bananas and raise the leg. Let's go into the runway. So, I okay. mean. Okay. Congratulations, everyone. You're getting, a, you're getting a long episode today, and we love you all, so just enjoy. I mean, the fact that they did a pussycat runway, Bob, I mean, I am the pussycat queen. You know, you are known for a pussycat wig. I am. Yeah. RuPaul started saying pussycats after season 10 when I, which, he, I, I did not wear them that often. I mean, I wore them in mini challenges all the time because they were easy, and I wore them in, like, two runways. And he was like, buddy, why you got the little pussycat wigs on? I'm like, bitch, why you always got a long wig on? Answer my question. Oh, you wore them enough. I wore them you like wore three times. Which is which is enough. Enough. <laughs> and let's go on to morphine. So morphine is obviously her dress is um is uh fashion after uh Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman with the kind of but it's also low key um uh got a little bit of vamp in it too, like a little bit of uh, uh Grace, Grace Jones. Jones? And- no, or like, or, 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 um, or David, David, um, what's his name? Huh? Uh, guy, he's, he's, he's a famous singer. He's dead. David, David uh, Bowie? David Bowie painted by, um, Keith Haring. I don't think I know this. Let me look it up. David Bowie did uh, a look with Keith Haring. I, I want to say, yeah, David Bowie painted this outfit for Keith Haring. Did I make that up? I, well, he had, he had an outfit that looked like it was, I guess. Oh no. I thought he did have one. Anyway. Are you talking, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's like David Bowie in the red pants, and um, and uh, got Mick did, did an, an Omar a nod to it. Mm. Um, just 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 the silhouette kind of has this. I don't know where why. Oh no, they weren't red pants. They were they were black, and then Mick did it in red. And that kind of confused my mind. But anyway, it kind of gives a. I I really like this look, and um, it's a it's a little. I like the hair more than I like the look. If I'm being fully honest, um. But I do like this look, and she looks really stunning. This is a good look. Morphine is such a beautiful queen, and she always looks. Her face is always perfect, and I love this kitty. I love how she like stoned um, uh, the fringe of the of the kitty cat wig. I think she looks great. I don't understand the like the 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 slashes on her ass. She had a BBL, I guess. Uh, Morphine will tell us about his BBL. She will keep on letting us know that she had a BBL. We got it, Morphine. We believe you. 
Also, Michelle being like, you're more than a BBL is rich. Because I'm coming from the queen who wouldn't stop talking about her implants for, for like <laughs> nine seasons. That was rich. <laughs> Let's go on. I was like, okay. To Q. Who she said, she said something in her, in her, in her, in her um, voiceover that she, that um, this steel corset is like, in, is like sucking into an inch of her life. I was like, Q, you can go further. You can go further, baby. You can go further. Like, it's not, it's not sucking her into within an inch of her life. Like, that corset is not like, but it looks good. Not everyone corset trains. And, you know, if you look at your first time putting on a corset versus now, you'll realize that your body has gone in more. My body, when you corset train, you are literally shifting your organs. Yeah. So when I, so when I corset, it, I'm sure it looks way more severe now than it did when I started. Maybe Q's just not far enough in her corset training journey to be that cinched. That being said, this fucking outfit is beautifully made. Q might be one of the best costume designers in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race. Her stitching, her pattern making, her execution is remarkable. This fucking, and her details are immaculate. That fucking helmet, this collar, the, the, everything. This is a fucking beautiful garment. She's showing skin. Those are her legs. Yeah, I agree. I think this is, I think this is a very beautiful look. I don't understand though. So is what's happening that we're saying that she was, she put the sword in her mouth and it cut her. Oh, she killed. I, I, don't, I don't understand why she's bleeding. Do you get it? I think she's bleeding because she's a, because she's a knight and she's fighting. Like she fought someone. So she has some blood on her cause she got into a fight. No, but she pulled the sword out of her mouth. Like that was the thing. Like she came out the thing. No, she didn't. She mouth. licked sword. She didn't pull it out of her mouth. She just licked oh, it. She was she licking didn't, like, it. That what that she was? She pulled the sword from her throat, Monet. She just licked it. Well, I thought that was she was trying to like sell us. Like she like pulled out. And then why, why is she bleeding from her eyeballs? Oh, she got into a fight. Monet, she's a fucking knight. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't dissect it like that. I think this look is amazing. I don't think it's good, but I just want to understand the fucking story. Like you're bleeding from your eyes. I was like, are you a vampire? I was confused as to what was happening. But this is a very immaculate look. And I think she looks great. Okay, let's go on to Sophia Crystal. I loved this look. At first I was like, this kitty cat wig is weird. But then when it became an actual kitty cat, and her ball cap is great. I, I thought for a second she was a ball queen. Right, that's right. Or maybe she shaved her head for this. I think she shaved her head. I don't think she did. We'll know next episode. We well, sure no, because if we see her in the, if we see her in any fucking uh, uh, interviews or uh, talking oh, heads, and she's bald, right. we'll know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't let they wouldn't let her do that. Yeah, I think this is a great great look. Doctor Evil and the, and the cat. If you don't know, Doctor Evil is a character from Austin Powers. He has a cat. He he iconically does this. He pets his cat in the chair. This was a very smart look. I think Sephira looks incredible. I love. I don't know what material is it. Is this like a leather or something? No, it looks. It looks to me like some sort of a cotton um, woven cotton to me. Oh well, she looks really good, yeah. and it looks. I think, I I think it's say, three M. I want to take a break from critiques for one second to tell you all that you can come see me and Monet at uh, on May fifth at Just for Laughs. Is it Just for Laughs? No, it's not Just for it's Laughs. Netflix. Netflix is a joke. 
want to watch this lesser. You can come see me one day at, at Netflix is a joke doing sibling rivalry live. You can get tickets at seethedragqueen.com and you'll be seeing a live podcast with a special guest who we have yet to announce. <laughs> and also, y'all can see me at Joe's Pub for my second run of shows. I'm doing February 10th, 11th, and 12th at Joe's Pub for my last dates of Life Be Life in New York City. So if you want to catch that show that I um was the third highest selling show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, oh, well, last year, um, come see it on February 10th, 11th, and 12th at monexchange.com. There were only three shows at Edinburgh Fringe Festival, just going on. Um, and you can see me at the at Just for Laughs in Vancouver. Go to see I'm the drag queen. That. You come to my thing in Vancouver? Mm -hmm. You're not invited. Nigga, I'm, not coming, I'm, not coming, I'm not coming to your show. I'm coming to one of the shows at the festival. <laughs> Good, because you're not invited. You, you, you literally won't be allowed. Oh, that's funny. You literally, you literally won't be allowed in the building. That's so funny. even if you try, I wouldn't do it if I were you. Anyway. So let's go on to Dawn's look. This is not a kitty cat wig. It is from the back. No, this is a bowl cut on top of a kitty cat wig. So she's this wearing is not a kitty, kitty cat. cat do what? She's wearing a kitty cat. This, the main thing of this wig is not a kitty cat wig. And they were like, I guess from the back, is, I felt like they were really carving out some caveats for her because the back is like slicked down or the back, the back has the short, short hairs. But if I have like a big ass Afro and then the back has little bitty, bitty that's not a kitty cat wig. <laughs> this is a bowl cut on top of a kitty cat wig. This is not a kitty cat wig. I like this. And you're not, not going to convince me that it is because it's not. I like this look. I think it's really cool. I love Donna's really good at mixing different different um different fabrics and textures to really give like a really interesting look. I love this like fucking finger bag thing. I, I what, is Donna. You remember in, in uh, at a time in New York there was this person who was making those hand those like long hand pillows. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I think Dawn might be the person. Anyway, um, I, I I like this look. It's like some like alien, like monsters high, cool, uh, eclectic person. I think this 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 is a really cool look. Um, it is more bold than Kitty Cat, but I still think she looks cool, and I like this look. Dawn has one of the most unique aesthetics in the history of Drag Race. I truly believe that she is. I've I've not seen a queen on a show like this at all, and she's really consistently good looking. I'm still annoyed this that this is like the 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 assignment wasn't to look good. The assignment was to was to look good while wearing a kitty cat and she's not wearing a kitty cat. So for me is I would I would be upset I would I would not be as lenient as the judges were. But what would you put in the anyway. bottom for it? Um like you're like you're just not following the rules. Like imagine they say kitty cat and you come out in a big ass wig and you're like huh like but the back is a kitty cat. It's like but you didn't if the if the if the, if the if the assignment is to wear red and you're wearing blue, what what are you doing? With some red highlights. But I look good. Okay, but what are you doing? I have a little bit of red hair, but what are you doing, bitch? Um, let's go on to Plasma, who I think looks really good. This look is so creative. Uh, it it every part of this outfit looks good. I love the fact that the ears are on headphones. I think her little her little pixie. Kitty cat is cute. It kind of reminds me of that one I used to have, the multicolor. Mm -hmm. Remember the little? Yeah, remember her. Which we my little front Eddie wig. We're, we're, we're trying not to. Oh, I like. What do you think about this look? Um, I think she looks good. I think um, I don't love the sleeves. I like everything else. Like I think if she did this whole thing without the sleeves, it would have still given very much Hermes because Hermes, girl, Hermes is the, the messenger god, and he has the ears on the hat thing and on the shoes. I don't understand why she had to had um a wings on her on her hands. 
on her on her on her arms. I think it would have been perfect without the sleeves. That being said, I love these shoes. Whoever made these fucking shoes is fierce, and um, I think she looks good. Let's go on to a mandatory meeting, girl. I don't know what. This is this is when you're trying too hard to think out the box. This is when you're trying too hard. Just baby, just wear a kitty cat wig, baby. Baby, yeah. you're doing too much. And she's saying her face is one of the eggs that's cracking in the middle, and that's like the, the chicken being the bird being born. It's, it's this is this is bad. It's really bad, and I it was just and but there are there are people they're all like. The Amanda fans, I'm like, you guys just don't understand art. It's going way over your heads. You know what? You're probably right. I apparently I don't understand art, and it's going over my head because this was a did not make any sense to me. I mean, I get what she's trying to do. It is not well done, and it does not look good. The execution is poor. Let's go on to Tsunami. Tsunami looks amazing. I love her walk. I love her attitude. I love that she's a stud. This I love that she's a lipstick stud. I think that this this whole look is just so good. She looks Tsunami like did. Very good job. She's like she like in, in this like one picture we have on the left here. She looks like a she looks like your a really rich black auntie, like the really she's rich a, one, a really rich auntie. Yeah, from Soul Food. The rich auntie from Soul Food, not the rich auntie, just a rich auntie from Soul Food. Oh, from the movie, like she would be in the movie Soul Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could be in that movie. I haven't seen Soul Food in a long time. I should watch that movie again. I used to watch it like every year, but I, I haven't watched it in so long. Let's watch it together. Can we watch it together? We certainly can. Fabulous. I mean, in April or whenever. <laughs> um, let's go on to Plain Jane. I like this look. I think this look looks really good. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. It's not my favorite look, but it looks good though. Yeah, I think it looks good. I agree. I, 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 I like. Yeah, like I, I understand that this is a nice look and it looks good. But am I like, oh my god, it's one of my favorites of the night? No, but I do understand it is nice and it looks good. This is a look I would much rather see with a ponytail. Like I yes. don't think that this this look works with a kitty cat. I don't see why you yeah. would have. Like, I think what it is this this look just doesn't make sense with a kitty cat wig. I think you nailed it. You 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 ate that. that was, you're right. You said I'm what? I said you ate that. You're right. I agree. Oh yeah. Um. But uh, but the look itself is great. It just it just I don't know why why this look needed to be a kitty cat. Like it just. This look would be a little much better with a ponytail. Let's talk about Miss Geneva. She said that really bothered. She was like that she's getting flapper. I'm like, yeah, you're giving a flapper from like the chin up. Nothing else on this is like giving me flapper. And I don't understand why she kept on saying she was a flapper because you're not. Can I say a horrible thing? What? I think, I think, I think. No, I, let's, let's, let's keep on going. No, nope. say it. I want to hear it. <laughs> no, it's I think it might be. I think Geneva may have shown us what she has to show us. Yeah, I'm not impressed by this, and she was not great in this challenge either. Um, this is—I think Geneva has shown us all like what she has to offer, and I think that is it may or may not be time. You know, D does this give flapper to you? Do what? Does this give flapper to you? No, there's nothing. There's the headband and the hair. Yeah, like from the forehead up, even the earrings don't say flapper. Allegedly, apparently, Joella Puss like tweeted something about Geneva and. Brownsville. I didn't see it. Like someone made a comment in one of our videos, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't been paying attention. I I, I need to look at look look up what Joella yeah. said." Let's go into Maya. Maya looks so good. Maya is this is her episode to shine. This is truly her episode. She has had so many great moments that this episode. She looks beautiful on the runway. Her body looks great again. Her legs are thick. Um, but she they're just, padded. 
I know, but it looks good. Like I, when we talk about um, Jimbo's boobs, we don't mean her actual boobs, bitch. <laughs> well, when they when they when they compliment Payne Jane's body, they're not complimenting her actual body, bitch. We know. Well, I gotta be a bitch though. I don't know why you have to be a bitch. You can stop anytime you want. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, I think she looks cute. I do like these shoulders. Um, I oh, I never I never realized she had that chest piece. What does it say, Marilyn? Marilyn, work. Um, yeah, I think I think that Maya looks good. Apparently, like her designer, who she was, who made a bunch of her looks, pulled out literally as she was leaving, like days before she left town. Yeah, I've heard about that. Mistress uh, Isabel Brooks broke that news. You didn't break the news. MIB did. You want to be her so bad. Me you will never be. You will never be MIB. Broke bitches should never laugh. Oh, and we're not we're not talking about her. Oh my god. Let's go into Megami. Um, I love that she's a pixie in a pixie. That's so funny to me. I think it's really clever. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. And also, how is she padded and showing her tattoos? I don't understand. What do you mean? Like she's throwing, she's showing tattoos on her hips, but she's padded. I think I, I think understand that, how she's doing that. I think that the tattoos from the waist up are real. I think she's wearing like those stocking tights. But she's padded. Right. So like you, you know, like when Aquaria wears she has those tights that have uh, tattoos on them and she puts her padding in. Like they're like, you put on you put on your tights like normal and the third layer just has tattoos on it. So you you think that she just got some you think she got some stock some leggings or some or some um or some tights that look like her tattoos? Yeah. That's just very smart. However she did it is really good. I like this look. Um is I she think that she this, got beat up. Yeah, I think she's a she's a pixie down on her luck. Just a got pixie it. having a Monet does, Monet does not like people when people are bruised or bloody. Monet has a vendetta. Why are you bruised? Why are you bleeding? <laughs> what did I say that? You said it about uh, Q earlier. Why is this bitch bleeding? Why she got blood? Because <laughs> I don't get it. Um, let's go on to the last but not least, Nymphia, who I'm assuming that she's the pixie who was flying and fell because like her her she keeps being showing like her her stuff isn't working anymore. She can't make her little pixie. She can't fly. So I'm assuming she fell and hit her lip. That's what I'm assuming. Um, Nymphia, who turned this category out, she had. Three different reveals. First, she comes out in this hat. And I love how she had this hat and this, like, she looks so fucking good. Her body looks amazing. She reveals to the black wig and she takes it off. She has a red kitty cat under it and she takes it off and she has a pussy, a pussy, a pussy cat wig, which is a vagina on the back of her head with the wig on top of it. I think she's killed it. This look is so beautiful. She turned it. She does look good. My only my only critique is that her bald cap was really bad. It was a very bad bald cap. That's literally my only critique. I, I have that. nothing else. I have nothing else bad. This look is so stunning. So stunning. Yeah, she looks great. She looks really best look of the night. Except she does lose some points because of how bad that bald cap was. It was so bad. I mean, I could. I don't think I could do a ball cap. So hats off to your mama. Props to your I mean, mama. You can't do it. Doesn't mean you can't critique it. You know what I mean? I know. I'm just saying. For me in my house, we gonna serve the Lord. Um. So let's go on. Y'all getting a long episode today. You know what? I have time. Um. Let's go on to oh, the who should go home what? and why. <laughs> Which is so early, bitch. We are three episodes in. How are we getting to here already? Yeah, so so during the judging, this episode all, is longer than the episode of Drag Race. It is what it is. So Thick and Stick won the whole one. The whole team won, and each one of them got a win. They split. They each got twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Um, 
Every single girl got a win. I'm so I I was particularly thrilled that Megami got a win. I really wanted Megami to get a win. I'm happy that she got one. We found out that everybody else is up for elimination. Every single other person is up for elimination. That RuPaul is the hard hitting question: Who should go home and why? And I and I have the results. So you want you want to go? You want to talk about the results first? I so Safira said Amanda. Morphine said Amanda. Q said Amanda and Tsunami. I don't know why they let Q get away with saying two names. RuPaul is usually like, Ru is often like, I need a name. Ru is often like, I need a name. But for some reason, she let Q get away with saying Amanda and Tsunami. Even even in the Untucked, Q was like, I don't know why they let him get away with saying two. I know. Dawn says Q, Plasma says Q, Amanda says Q, Tsunami says Q, and then PJ says Amanda. So Amanda and Q are tied for four, and Tsunami is in second place with one. Yeah, and that's what I mean. My biggest thing over there, I was like, I don't understand why Q felt the need to say tsunami and Amanda. Like, bitch, why the like why? Like, there was literally no reason to start that for no. Like, it was so unnecessary. And I'm happy that tsunami got her together. Well, not really got her together, but like called her out on it because I felt it was so extra and so unnecessary. There was no reason for her to name tsunami or Amanda. She just said one or the other. I mean, yeah, she yeah, she would have said one, but I think the reason why is because she could not justify saying tsunami. There was nothing she could say to justify. There would be she couldn't say my biggest competition. She couldn't say she did poorly this week. She couldn't say she did poorly last week. She couldn't say she did poorly the week before that. There was nothing she could say to justify saying tsunami's name. So she just goes between a man and tsunami. So you think that she just doesn't like tsunami then? Because then why else? I honestly, I genuinely cannot imagine why she said that. I cannot think of why no. she thought it was appropriate to say that. I, can't, I cannot, I can't justify her saying tsunami. It was very strange to me. So in my weird. opinion, the only answers that were correct were Amanda and Q. There were no other answers that were acceptable, in my opinion. Yeah. So what I saw on, oh yeah, that's fair. No, go ahead. What I saw on Twitter is that uh, Q knew she was in the bottom and she wanted to give them a second name so she could save herself because oh. she she has she knew she she knows she's lip syncing and she knows she's going to lip sync against somebody else so she gives two names and adds somebody else into the running and there's a better chance that she might be saved and that's Q's why her ass was in the bottom bitch don't you Q's ever come for tsunami muse ever Q is low key annoying I'm not gonna lie right and I was really the first episode I was really turning like episode three I was like I like you. And I am really turning the corner on her with, with at the top of this episode with that fucking shit and now this I can't. I'm also so I know that I'm really I'm what? really happy that uh, that plasma has dropped this fucking mid century aesthetic. Like I thought that we were gonna get it the whole season and every look was gonna be fifties themed. I'm happy she dropped that shit like a hot fucking potato, and she is doing then she is not in that because that would have been very annoying to me. To be clear, I only think she did it one time. Like, when else did she do it? But she, it wasn't about it wasn't her saying that. It was from the from the opening. She said, "Like, this is my thing. Like, I am like I I am I'm really inspired, heavily inspired by the '50s. I like the '50s. So it made me believe that this was going to be part of her thing, her brand." That is true. That is true. She did say that, but just in her defense, she has literally not done it. She didn't do it in the promo. She hasn't done it in a single look. She didn't she do it in the promo. A- what are you talking about? She did it at the damn at the damn party that we went to in in New York City. I wasn't at the party. I, I don't, all I can talk about is what I saw on the internet, what, I, what I've seen, and I was not at the promo. But her promo look itself was not. What is her promo was, look? It wasn't that. I can I'll pull it. it up. I would say it looks like it's a 50s-inspired silhouette, but using, like, modern metallic fabrics. But I'm going to um, pull it up. So Bob is wrong, as usual. Not as usual. Your math was wrong. We haven't addressed that yet. My what um, was wrong? 
your 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 calculations were wrong. We counted those votes. We haven't had it. We haven't talked about that yet. That's not true. But I'm not gonna go there with you today, baby. I mean, I, there's literally a video proving your calculations wrong. But we don't we don't have to talk. We don't have to have that conversation. That's that's a that's for a different time and place, honestly. Yeah, this is absolutely um, a '50s aesthetic, like fucking Joan Jetson for sure. Um. But if you guys if you guys are on the Patreon, you'll see that Monet lies a lot. Uh, but it's okay. You know, you got you know, you don't take my word for it. Do the do the math yourself. And during the deliberation, Not, RuPaul said that Q our fans was, to do the math themselves. You are. This is getting wild. RuPaul said that Q was the worst dancer of the night, which I agree with. Q was pretty bad. It was like it, she was so bad, and the, and the next girl who was the next worst was like ten steps ahead of her. She was like way at the she was like way at the back. I feel. Yeah, Q was the worst. I agree. I think Q absolutely deserved to be in the bottom. And I think the other, but you could not, the other person that should be there is Geneva. And well, Geneva and Amanda, it's a toss up between them. And Geneva has been in the bottom more than Amanda. So I would have put Amanda in the bottom. Amanda and Q are in the mean, bottom. Q, uh, Geneva, sorry. Amanda and Q are in the bottom. And then Q wins and Amanda is sent away. I don't think that Q won that lip sync. I think it was, I think you can make the case for any of them. I don't think it was a grand slam on either. Like none of them were like, oh my God, bitch, you turned it out. Like I didn't get that from any of them. So I think you can justify sending either of them home because no, not, neither of them like completely blew the other one out of the water, you know? But this is what I think. I think that Q was better on the runway. And I think that Q was, and I think that Q was the worst by far in the challenge. And I think Q did a slightly better, a slightly less job than Amanda did. Not slightly, a little bit more than slightly less than Amanda did in the lip sync for your life. So I, I would have sent Q home and I think it is too early in the competition to be considering an entire body of work. Four episodes for each girl is too early to be like, let's look at their whole breadth of work. You can, you can show us your work from Instagram. You can, no. you, you can show us what you would make from Instagram. But Bob, it's too early to be the entire body of work. It's too Q early. Has been doing Q has been doing better than Amanda in the competition. But what I'm saying is, in my opinion, it is too early to be looking at your body of work. Not, 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 not episode five. Each girl's only done four episodes. Never looking at your whole, never looking at your body of work. No, you don't, in, in my opinion, you don't start looking at Queen's body of work until like episode eight or at least after Smash Game. I disagree. I think that if you're going to ever consider it, you have to like really, you have to, Q has been in the top two for three episodes and Amanda has been uh, in the bottom or safe the entire time she's been there. Um, Amanda goes home. Q stays, and um, that is that's the episode. Do you do you agree with the outcome? Uh, do you think and should go home? Do you think Amanda was the worst and should go home? I don't think Amanda was. I think that Geneva was the worst. But I think I think Amanda. Let me look at the runways again. I think Amanda had Geneva's group was better than Amanda's group, and I think I Amanda had the worst runway of everyone there tonight. And it's been this has been consistently her cross to bear for her time on Drag Race. So I, you know what? I think it's her time. I think that, I think that Amanda had the worst runway. I think Q had the worst performance, and I think that Geneva had the worst verse. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that Geneva had a bad verse and a bad runway. But she was in it. But her whole group was good. Like she had a bad she had a bad performance, a bad verse, and a bad runway. Like, Geneva got the baby the skin of her teeth this episode, honey. By the hairs on her on, on Bob's chinny chin chin. Um. All right. Who's gonna win the season? Um, if I had to today, honestly, someone who has been consistent, y'all, from the beginning, every week, Plain Jane. Plain Jane and Nymphia have been the most oh and Safira. Plain Jane, Safira, and, and these are my these are the three who have been the most I need one name, please. 
Come on, don't, don't pull a plasma. We need one name, please. Thank you so much for your time. I right now, for me, it is Nymphia. Nymphia is really doing a very good job right now. She is doing a remarkable job in this moment, in my opinion. I know she only has one win, but still, she's eating. But also, everyone has, all the people with wins have one win, so. I would say Plain Jane. All right, there you have it. We will see you all over at the Patreon for our exclusive um, review of um, episode five of season 16 of Untucked. And thank you all for joining us. Bye, everyone. Too.